Oh, hey there, not after 30 loyal listeners and likers of the Awkward Throw Player. I'm your host and intro extraordinaire, Aaron Chalupa, the Chalupa Cabra. This episode, I talked to a true Northern Albertan, Rick Labacan. He gives me the lowdown on his drum and how he got into traditional drumming and back into his own culture. We discuss where he came from and where he hopes to go and his focus on family. It also gets a little X-Files-like when we start talking about some local folklore uh, near Rick's hometown of Fox Lake, Alberta. Uh, be sure to look it up on Google and Google Maps to try to figure out where this place is. Uh, yeah, this folklore involves little people in caves near, uh, just alongside the riverbank near Rick's hometown. Um, it's pretty interesting, so tune in. I'd also like to thank our sponsors uh, of the Not 30 podcast, Superior Finished Painting. You might think the name suggests that they are superior to the rest, and you'd be 100% right. Personally, I would think that is because their involvement with Lake Superior and being right next to it, but they're in Oshawa. They are not next to Lake Superior. Uh, so you're a more clever person than I am, and being a smart person you are, why would you settle for anything less? Get all the painting jobs done with one phone call. Call Superior Finished Painting at 289-979-9000. That's 289-979-9000. Now, on with the show. <coughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the... Uh, the... <coughs> Awkward throat clear. Now here's your host, Erin Chalupa. How's it going there, Not After 30 podcast listeners? This is Erin Chalupa, the Chalupa Cabra, coming live in Footner Lake, Alberta. We're outside next to a fire under the, the nature sky there. Maybe the northern lights will come out later on. We've got Travis chopping wood in the background, so you're wondering what that sound is. That one right there, that's just him working away. I'm uh, I'm here with one of my good buddies and old firefighting buddies, Rick Labacan. How's it going, Rick? Hey there, everybody. I'm doing all right. <laughs> good to be out here. Good yeah. to be back at camp. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah. So your last year at camp was 2013. That was my first year, right? Yeah. Your first year as hack? Yes. Yeah. You've been yeah. here for uh, quite a few years. <laughs> yeah. Doing yeah. something else, though. What was your first year in hack? Travis and I were asking. Wow. My first year? Yeah. For for Hell Attack. Oh, when when was it? Yeah. What year? Um. 2010. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I lied. 09. 09, eh? Yeah. yeah. And who was your leader then? My uh, micro leader was Stephen Duncan. Stephen Duncan. Yeah. Yeah. Old Steve, he's good yeah. stuff, eh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right on, a... right on. And what are you doing for work right now? I work at a sawmill, Toco Limited Industries. Right on. And that's here in high-level Alberta. That's correct. Right on, right on. And like, yeah. big news with you, you just got yourself a new place in Anchorage? Uh, actually, I'm, I'm not, I didn't buy it yet. I might, I might though, because it's up for grabs right now. Uh, the landlord didn't want to sell it right now, but oh, she's okay. thinking she wants to. Okay, but that's I'm just, exciting. I'm in love with the area right yeah. now. So, yeah. And whereabouts is that? Is that north of town, a high level? East, or is east of town. East, so on the way to like miles, Rocky yeah. Lane and stuff, eh? Yeah. That's prime location, man. That'd be wicked. You and the babies and the wife out there, right? It's It's beautiful. It's quiet. I've yeah. been living out in high level for seven years now, and it's just peaceful. Nice. And where are you originally from? Where did you grow up? I, uh, I'm i from Fox Lake, Alberta. Okay. That's east of high level reserve. Yep. It's, uh, my band is Little Red River Cree Nation. Yep. It's uh, three communities, Fox Lake, Fox Lake, John, Door Prairie, and Garden River. Mm-hmm. And Fox Lake is located across the Peace River. Okay. So. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe John Doerr is uh, Dene, right? Uh, or are no. they Cree? 
They're Cree as Okay, well. okay. Yeah. Somebody told me that most of the Dene were north of the river and most of the Cree were south of the river. I guess uh, that's wrong. Uh, uh, the Peace River. <laughs> I guess so. Okay. <laughs> most of the Denny's are up in this area. Okay, okay. High level area. Right on, right on. Yeah. Sweet. And yeah, you grew up there um, in, until you're uh, you know, a young man. Uh, what, what time did you move then? Uh, I started uh, checking out some other places when I turned 16. Mm -hmm. I was still in school. Um, one of the teachers came to Fox Lake first time, so he brought his nephew. So me and his nephew kind of hit it off there and hung out quite a bit. So we became best friends, still my best friend till this day. Mm -hmm. And uh, he took me back to Nova Scotia. I went to school out there for six months. You went to Nova Scotia? I never knew that. Yeah. Right, right on. In Halifax or? Uh, just uh, west of Halifax is a small town called Kentville. I know Kentville, yeah. yeah. They have a brewery there now. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> so I went to this new school. Well, it was new that time. It was a first year opening when I went there. Mm -hmm. It was called NECEC, mm -hmm. Northeast Kings Education Center. Nice. That was really different for me because I was young. Uh, no experience of leaving home yeah. at all. So it was- Yeah, and like other side of the country big, too. Big change. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, everyone's talking a little bit funnier. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, people are great. Though. So that's why you got along with those Nova Scotia boys so much, like Tristan <laughs> Pye and all those guys, right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Right on, right on. Morgan, you had a whole crew of Nova Scotians that one year. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I was, uh, I think you and me were the only people that weren't. <laughs> yeah, well I wasn't on your crew, but we, yeah. Were, we were, yeah, yeah, there was, there was a whole lot of Maritimers there and that's no problem, we love them. Yeah, they love to come out. Oh yeah, yeah they're coming out for all that Alberta money. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what was it like growing up in Fox Lake? It was uh, at that time. It was it was it was great, really really great. Mm -hmm. um, growing up, everybody was uh, getting along with everybody. Mm -hmm. um, everybody knew everybody. It was just a friendly place at that time. You can just pretty much go out and have fun and whatever you like. Pretty much, uh, I had lots of friends like childhood friends from kindergarten right up to like grade 12 mm -hmm. just like hung out yeah every time yeah and uh i to be honest i have no idea what uh, what goes on over there now i don't i never really look back just once in a blue moon i go out and visit the family yes of course i yeah. do my own thing out here yeah yeah even yeah. though i live right next door to it i just yeah yeah i always like seeing your um facebook posts about that you're going to go visit but it's like yeah, no one asked me for groceries or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> just coming out for a visit. I'm not doing everyone's errands or running, running, you know, running around groceries yeah, and delivery yeah. service. First time, yeah. First couple of years, that happened a lot. Yeah. yeah. And the community is uh, how large? About uh, 300 people? <gasps> oh, no, no, no. No, smaller, I would right? say 15 to 1,700 people. Oh, okay, it's, much larger. Uh, it's populating fast. Okay. Yeah. Okay, there you go. And it's um, ferry access and flying as well, right? In the summertime, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, and so in winter, in winter time we got that. You got the ice road. The ice road. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's all right then. Yeah, it's a pretty isolated community. So you got you really do know the um, the network of the communities very well. Over oh yeah. Time. yeah, 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 yeah. Right on. Uh, next question here. Um, how many siblings do you have? I got five brothers and two sisters. Jeez. Yeah, I'm, I'm third oldest. There, got, yeah. there you go. Right. Uh, oldest is my is, is his brother Roderick. He he did yeah, tap one year. Yeah, I remember Roderick. Yeah, he's yeah. the oldest. Yeah, and then. My older sister, she, right uh, she, she lives back home. She's actually very, she's doing really, really good for herself. Yeah. She's got her uh, 
bachelor's in social work. Oh, well yeah. done. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. That's that's definitely a good uh, good job to have when you're back in that in, oh, yeah. in the community oh, yeah. for she's sure. Super busy. Yeah. So how was it like growing like uh, growing up in a family that big? Like I grew up in a family of five, and we had our troubles. But oh yeah, you know, that oh. many like whew. family that big. There's always going to be troubles. Uh -huh. Yeah, uh, mid child too. So. I get the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I always said the youngest I, got the I, worst. It turned out great though. <laughs> the, the best, eh? The best. Yeah, I always, again, I always love your posts on Facebook about, uh, you know, uh, you know. sometimes I feel really sad, but then I think about how ugly my brother is and then it's not so bad anymore. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I look at him and then I feel good. <laughs> um, so, what, like when you were younger and growing up, what did you really want to be? Like you're really like, out there you're so isolated you're more so in touch with the land you're probably doing lots of hunting and um outdoor trails and stuff like that like you, what, what what did you really have in the area that really wanted um to drive you to a certain career at that time when i was growing up back in fox lake like you said we we're isolated I, I didn't really have any any excuses to leave right away so i did what uh any normal kid would do just hang out with this old man and my old man really loved trapping and hunting that's all we did growing up um, he taught me a lot and I have no interest in leaving the woods when I was young mm -hmm. but as soon as I got a little bit older I started thinking about what I want to do mm -hmm. so I leave here and there just to go just to get out see what I can do mm -hmm. I don't I never really have a, a goal or set or anything like that what I want to what I what what I want to be, but I know I want to do a lot of stuff before uh, before it's too late. Yeah, yeah. I actually have some stories here for my uh, my kids growing up, so yeah. I can tell them what I did and stuff like that. And and uh, right now, um, firefighting is uh, one of one of the best jobs I've ever had so mm -hmm. far. Um, my son is six right now and yep. he's always asking oh, Rick James like, yeah Rick James <laughs> is always asking if I'm gonna become a firefighter again because uh -huh. we're driving around he sees a helicopter he said yep here you go your buddies daddy yeah fighting fires <laughs> yeah I know whenever we fly over like especially seeing the toco mill we're always like oh man I wonder what Rick's up to and all that stuff and, you know Johnny was working at the mill as well now he's oh, yeah. a red deer so oh, yeah yeah I heard about that yeah I'm actually gonna be living in, in Airdrie so I'll probably be able to oh, run into him every now and then exactly exactly yeah. he, he's telling me he wants to songwrite with me and he wants me to write him songs, so I'm not really sure how desperate he is, but he's asking me. <laughs> he loves his music. Oh man, I, I, that's really good music and his dog. That yeah. one a great dog yeah. he's got. So you're working Toko right now and you're talking about uh, making a change in your life. You're thinking about coming back to firefighting. Now, how long did you fight fire for? You were in fire attack before Hack. Uh, you started at a very young age as well. Yes, I did. I started 18 years old. Uh, I did the forestry tech program. Uh, it was just a little program, nine month program. Mm -hmm. So I got a little bit of experience on the forestry background. I did uh, block layout for a little bit, mm -hmm. uh, regeneration survey, uh, timber cruising and stuff like that. Uh, so I tried everything, what, what I can try with that uh, ticket first. And then I don't know why, but I tried firefighting last and I fell in love with the job. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, You're a natural was, at it. Yeah, that was back in 03 when I started fighting fire mm -hmm. 04 actually sorry about that and then yeah i kicked it off there and every year i did i did the same but fire tag was different the, the guys are great but um mainly is um you're waiting right yeah because you're not guaranteed to go out anytime. hurry up and wait yeah hurry up and wait pretty much so one year i decided to say hey i'm gonna try something else i apply hack online and 
couple of, couple of months later, Mr. Kenny Coxter phoned me yeah. up see if I wanted a job <laughs> and uh, gave me a job interview and he sent me off to do my fitness test. Good stuff. And I got a job as yeah. a hack, hack member. Yeah, that's it awesome. It was man. sweet. Yeah. yeah. So when you come back next year, would you be looking more uh, so towards a leader position, members position? And you're also talking about possibly man-up supervisor. Um, I haven't really thought about it yet, but uh, if I don't come back next year and then my uh, my ticket expires, yeah, then I have to take the training all over again if I want to do firefighting. <laughs> but you'll be teaching some people things there. Exactly, <laughs> all over again. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm I'm not quite sure. Like hack is really fun. It's really fun, physically fun, and the guys are great. You meet yeah. new people pretty much everywhere you go. Mm -hmm. uh, man up, I'm really, really curious about man up supervising though. I, I don't know, it's up in the air. Yeah. I, I, might, I might come back, I might not, but uh, there's a really big chance that I might. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, and like you and I both, like we took some time, like I took about a year and a half away and uh, there was the one year that everything blew up in Saskatchewan, Alberta and British Columbia where uh, <laughs> we're like talking on Facebook, you know, like, oh man, let's get the, let's get the alumni crew back together. All the guys that have been missing a year and like, oh, we want to go back and help. Yeah. <laughs> Jasper. Oh yeah, no, it's just like, I remember hearing stories about in British Columbia, um, they'd pull buses over and be like, who can fight fire here? And then just give them a shovel or um, a Pulaski and tell them to start digging a line. Uh, like, it doesn't up. matter what they are as long as they're, you know, able-bodied man. Back in the day there, I guess, uh, well, my superintendent, a place where I work right now, I was talking to him, talking to him about my uh, firefighting experience. Mm -hmm. And uh, he started talking about his uh, old days, like uh, when big fires used to blow up and they would shut down the plant and uh, the workers that are working in the plant mm -hmm. would gear it up and go fight fire. Mm. And uh, whoever's running the toko business or whatever it was back then, I think it was Swanson or something, mm -hmm. they would pay the firefighters and the government would pay the firefighters oh, yeah. as well. So That's not too bad yeah. at all. <laughs> when he brought that up, I was just hoping though. I was like, wow, you're going to send us out to a fire? <laughs> like, yeah. He was like, nah, I, can't do that. I need you guys here. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, definitely a huge change though, from saving trees to uh, cutting down lumber to make uh, to make houses, I guess. Mm -hmm. So another a big passion of yours, um, that, well, at the moment you don't get paid for, you know, I, I like uh, uh, firefighting and stuff, is uh, drumming and then singing. You know, again, I, I, sorry listeners, I keep reverting to Facebook, but this is the first time I've seen Rick in a number of years, so uh, Facebook is the only real, real way I've been able to communicate with him, but he's got some really good uh, videos where he's pounding on the drum and singing his heart out there, and no, it's really inspiring and awesome, and I, we were trying to hook up uh, uh, this, this entire summer and spring, but our schedule's conflicted, so we couldn't get out. I was really hoping to come out to the community center and watch you guys go, but um, yeah, so who got you into the drumming and singing? Um, it's, uh, my wife did. Really? Yeah. That's well, awesome. I went to this round dance. It's a, round dances were all uh, hand drums. It's a hand drumming thing and tons of people go. Singers stand in a circle and sing a song mm -hmm. and people would just join hands and dance mm -hmm. like all night. Yeah. Round dances can go up to like 6 a.m. depending on how many uh, lead singers they call sing. Yeah. Uh, every lead singer gets a chance. Uh, if you get a stick, like a drumstick from mm -hmm. a person called Stickman, okay. that's uh, like the honored person to walk around with uh, drumsticks. Okay. And if you get asked, if you get past a drumstick, and then you go up there and sing. 
And do you or, need and like do you need any experience singing like beforehand <clears throat> at all, or you could just be just anybody? Um, good. Um, normally, the uh, most experienced singers and starting singers are are noticed, right? Okay. So you, uh, if I was a stick man, I already know who who could sing. Okay, it's not just like a random thing going no, to the audience. No. It's like uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not like that. American Idol, go. But uh, <laughs> I did experience that one time. Oh yeah. Um, anyways, back to how I got started. So I. I really like this girl, right? And she started dancing, and mm -hmm. I went started dancing right next to her, just to hold her hand. Oh, yeah. yeah. Smooth that's rookie how, tan. That's how it started. <laughs> that was the first time I held her hand. Holding hands leads to babies, buddy. Yep, exactly, man. And look where we are right now. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, that was the first time I held her hand, and we were dancing, and didn't speak. We just danced. That, that was it. And we got back together. We got together and started talking, visiting, and uh -huh. more round dances. Still listens to round dance. I started listening to round dance. I got a little bit more into it, and I found out my uh, one of my cousins is a uh, is a big singer. Uh, he lived in southern Saskatchewan uh -huh. area, so there. That's the heart of the round dance in Powell yeah, area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's. When I found out that he was up here doing round dance thing, I never knew who he was uh -huh. until I met him. He told me his name, and I told my old man, "Yeah, yeah, that's that's your cousin right there. That's uh, related oh, to his mom." I was like, "Oh wow, really?" <laughs> so it really inspired me a lot because yeah. everybody knew him. Everybody loved his singing. And I was yeah, like, yeah. man, I, I fell in love with the drum. That's awesome. That's when man. I picked it up. Um, I didn't practice with anybody. Uh -huh. I practiced on my own. I listened to some songs. I just uh, stayed at home. And visit my girlfriend. And I start pounding on a drum. Mm -hmm. and I eventually got really good at it, and I never once stopped. And how many years ago was that that you, you were at the the round dance and uh, you're holding hands? <laughs> eight years ago. Eight years ago. Okay. Yeah. And so when you first started, did you get yourself a like a handmade one, or did you buy your own? No, or? They're, they're all handmade ones. Okay. Yeah. My it, dad, my dad makes them. Oh no, kidding. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he does. Uh, he he, did, he made a drum for me. Uh, just to practice on, so okay. I still have it. Yeah. Actually, uh, it's 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 put away. Yeah, I took it out to a round dance and it got overused and oh, okay. somebody broke it. So. Oh, jeez, that's got to be rough. I was gonna say, with your dad making uh, hand drums and then your cousin being a singer is almost like your destiny in a sense. Pretty much, <laughs> you yeah. just lined right up for it, eh? Uh, yeah, my uh, all my brother, my other brothers don't uh, really follow. This round dance culture mm -hmm, I'm mm -hmm. trying to get into, round yep. dance and powwow, yep. but they do a lot of hand games, so they have hand drums yes, too. Yes, hand games is a really yeah. big thing up here yeah, for sure. It's, it's huge. Yeah. Oh, pardon me. Um, so like, you bring up your wife there. Tell me more about your wife and kids. You know, that's been a huge part of your life in the last 10 years for sure. Oh, huge. Um, I probably wouldn't have been uh, out here doing all this, this stuff if it weren't for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, she definitely turned my life around uh -huh. from the get-go. I was uh, going, getting into trouble, um, not with the law, just other stuff, right? Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, as, as young men do. Yeah. Um, I partied a lot. Yep. Any other dumb kid would do, I guess. Yeah, oh, that guys don't know anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did a lot of that, getting into a lot of trouble and uh, missed school. And I don't know, she just turned my life around. Uh, Got me away from everything. Yep. So I started doing other stuff, positive stuff, mm -hmm. stuff that's gonna get me keep keep me going anyway. So yeah, yeah. I did a bunch of jobs. Just curious though. Yep. Um. Yeah, that's how it goes. And uh, six years ago we had Rick James. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the little guy came came to this world. Um. 
when he was born, it was my first year. I actually got the news when I was in hack hack member training. No way. Yeah, she told me she was pregnant. And I was wow. Like, I couldn't believe it. You didn't want to be in the training anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wanted to get to. I wanted to get home. Yeah. But, yeah. but I did. I, I I stayed behind and did, finished the whole training. Mm -hmm. I. And then, and then I came straight to work without having days off. So. Oh, jeez, that's even worse. <laughs> yeah. But you know, she's she's close, so she probably you were yeah, able to yeah. see no, each other. When she you... came, she came to town. Uh, yeah. Her auntie at that time was uh, living in town, so mm -hmm. she stayed closer. Mm -hmm. uh, I I snuck her into my um, my my bunkhouse here a couple oh, nights. Oh yeah, yeah. Did you now? <laughs> yeah. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, just uh, no one was your roommate at that time yet. <laughs> no, no. I had I had a whole bunkhouse uh, room to myself. Oh whole yeah. Summer. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So quiet. <laughs> All kinds of trouble. Exactly. There you go. And then you also have um, a second child, um, uh, your daughter. What was her name? Her, her real name is Jelani Cameron Brielle. Okay. Again. Everybody calls her Flower. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I, I started calling her Flower once she was a baby. Yeah. No, I remember, cute, I remember that. Beautiful. Yeah. There you go. And I know she's going to grow beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So, right on, right on. Flower. It's the yeah. only name she knows. Well, yeah, and uh, and your wife, she's uh, she's in the office now. She's working logistics, I believe, right? Oh, she's doing data bent, data data entry, data okay. entry. Yeah, I'm not quite sure what that is, but she's always talking about it, how busy it was, mm -hmm. and always talking about how you guys mess up their timesheets. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, right, yeah, <laughs> no, totally. It's always fun stuff to hear from from you guys. If you want, Trav, you can always jump in the conversation as well. Okay. Yeah, uh, you don't need, you don't need to be a mute over there. <laughs> she <laughs> shut down her season though. Their uh, last. Last week ish, mm -hmm. yeah. She's she's done for the season. Yeah, so. I, I remember. I, have, I haven't well, I haven't seen her in a few days, so I she's, figured that she's she still done. recovering from all the craziness that happened. Oh in the man, office, so. yeah. Well, it's been, it was it's been a wild year for sure. Like, oh, yeah. We all thought it was gonna be quiet in June, and then all of a sudden, boom, just blows up. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's been getting lots of headaches. Yeah, poor poor Matt, August. Jason, and Dave. <laughs> And and so like it's been all right with you and her, um, you know, being away to work. Your schedules work all right. Uh, we actually kind of landed in the same weekend shift, so uh, yeah, it worked out. Cause I worked, uh, I was scheduled to work weekends for two years now. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I, I worked straight on weekends. Yeah, and have any weekends off. And when she got hired on here, she got scheduled to work Tuesday to Saturday. Mm -hmm. So we had uh, Monday off together. Because I work Sunday, right? Yeah. And we hang out Monday all day, and she'd go back to work on Tuesday. I'd stay behind for another day, Seems and I'd go all back right. to work. Yeah. And it was okay. And Rick James is in kindergarten now? Yeah. No, he's in grade one. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. His uh, first first year in grade one there, took the bus all the way from the farm. There, oh, so. man. Big, big steps for him, I yeah, bet. Yeah, he loved it. He loved <laughs> yeah. the bus ride. I'm done with you guys. Because <laughs> before then, when he was in kindergarten, he took the bus. It was mm -hmm. only like... Uh, Normally a three-minute walk to get to school from yeah. our house, but you still took the bus. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So really strong family ties, and I, I would imagine that um, you know your wife as well as well, you. I know for for a fact that you are. You're both really into the culture as well. Yeah. She she I, pretty much brought you back in there. Yeah. Yeah. She she, uh, she did. Uh, if it weren't for her, I probably would have just. I don't know. Been I hanging out. out. <laughs> hang, hang out doing pretty much whatever. <laughs> but uh, no, I really fell in love with the drumming and everything. It's just uh, about the drum. Drum there. Um, every time I get lonely, I get sad, I'm angry, mm -hmm. or I'm just feeling pain for somebody else, I would pick up my drum, start hitting it. Even just hitting it, it would just make me feel feel a lot better. Yeah. Um, there's something about the drum that helps uh, people that, to, uh, to, to think more positive than negative yeah um it clears your uh your it takes away your negative negativity yeah 
in, it's, in a way. It's, it's good therapy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's good for your vocals too, if you know yeah. how to sing. Yeah, and you know what? Sometimes you just sing about the blues, or you got you yeah, know, problems exactly. or whatever, and that's any kind of, like, that's a lot of genres and a lot exactly. of instruments. Yeah, I, so. do, I do a lot of singing at home, pretty mm -hmm. much every day, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I have a big drum now, so it's a <laughs> big drum like I this. I saw the picture, it's, it's huge. 26 inch diameter. Yeah, no, I can't it's, wait to. It sits, sits on the floor. I can't wait to come, uh, you know, sometime and, and see you play. Um, I, what's the biggest that you've played in? Um, like like the big, biggest that? group um, or uh, big, biggest, uh, you know, biggest dance? gathering or, or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to this Heart Lake Pow Wow last month. Yeah, it was in August, August 20, 21st. I, I went there just to go check it out. I had no plans to sing it. Um, I seen a seen a lot of brothers of mine that uh, that I sang with in the, in the past mm -hmm. and they were setting up and I went and said hello and say hey guys how, how's it going it's been a long time and we shook hands caught up a little bit and uh, he was shorthanded so he asked me bro do you want to sit down let's jam so yay man mm -hmm. my first big powwow I jammed over there and uh, it was wild oh it was uh, I did I a bet. lot of singing yeah just the energy. Yeah. Oh, it was a uh, it was a really fun weekend. Yeah. Restless weekend too, but it was fun. And so that was the biggest one that you you've been able to sing at. Yeah. Has there been a bigger one that you've attended? Oh yeah. 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 Lots. Uh, the biggest one I've attended in Alberta is Enoch. Whereabouts is that? Uh, that's just outside of Edmonton. Okay. It's west of Edmonton. Okay, it's, right on. Uh, Enoch Reserve mm -hmm. First Nations there and. Uh, it's uh, it's growing every year. And are, are, uh, they're, they're Cree is there as well? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're Cree. They're uh, Plains Cree, okay. I believe. But uh, they're very similar to our language. Yeah, so I yeah, just no, totally. Talk to some random. Like, you uh, know, Western English and then uh, Maritime English. Yeah. yeah. The accent's a little different, <laughs> the, the but newbies, you still understand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. Yeah. So how many people were there? Oh. And like, how many days did it go? Oh, buddy, man. Uh, I think it was like three day, three day powwow. Wow. Yeah, it was a lot of people. Um, I don't even know how many dancers. Uh, that Heart Lake powwow I went to, uh, it wasn't a big powwow, mm -hmm. but that Heart Lake Reserve said it was the biggest powwow they've ever had. And they just had like uh, 490 dancers or something. Jeez. Yeah. Wow, that's something and, else. Yeah, and that's small powwow. Yeah. But, yeah, but. For Heart League, it's big, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But, so you guys go to the party, you're, you're dancing around and everything, maybe TP crawling. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what goes on when that one uh, after after the drumming, after the dancing, yeah. after the singing. Yeah, you're, I just you're, go relax at my camp and yeah. hang out with the family. Yeah, you're hanging out with the family. You're not getting into that trouble. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry for the pauses there, listeners. I'm just going through my notes. It's a limited light here. Um, yeah, t tell me a little bit about the uh, your, uh, the Cree culture up in northern Alberta here. Uh, the uh, what, 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 are, what are the the, the important um, uh, what would be the highlights of the the culture? Uh, what are the most important things to you guys? Like you know, in, within the family, friends, community. I would say the most important thing for the whole community is getting along. Mm -hmm. um, it's not falling apart. I shouldn't say that, but it's uh, it's it's. It definitely needs a little, little boost to give to give the whole community. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, they, they just need more gatherings, more activities and stuff. Positive exactly, things going yeah, on, yeah. right? Yeah, Bring like everyone together. Dance. Like yeah, we have round dances there, and mm -hmm. people get together, and that's the whole main reason about something having like a round dance or something, right? And you get together, you you just get up and go to the dance floor. You don't know who you're gonna hold hands with, 
mm-hmm. you just dance. It's about yeah, yeah. It's about harmonizing with everybody. Connections, that, all exactly. that stuff. Yeah, it's it's always beautiful. But we need a little bit more than more of that or whatever. Just uh, just to keep people together and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and get together and just harmonize. Now, would that be more just like are a lot of these dances and stuff just spur of the moment, like kind of just plan for it, or do you guys have specific dates that you might go through, like you know, like say that. Like, you know, for most of Canada, like Christian calendar, where you have like Easter, Christmas, all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, do the Cree have special dates where they're like, okay, we need to have a big thing this day, uh, get everyone together, get the whole community together, and let's, um, you know, have a good time. Um, it doesn't really go like that, but uh, if a family wants to host the round dance or something or anything, mm-hmm. uh, like a birthday, yeah, they they host they host a big birthday hand games tournament, okay, which gets pretty big because. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I went and visited Fox Lake, uh, my family hosted a ha- hand games tournament. It was huge, mm-hmm. like huge, man. I couldn't believe how many people were in my uh, my parents' yard. Yeah, it's like the half of the nation. There, <laughs> it's crazy. And, and and with a lot of hand games, there's some things that are up for uh, uh, some prizes up for grabs too, right? Oh yeah, big cash mint money prizes. Yeah. Can, so we we've got listeners from all over the world here, so they might not be too familiar with the culture as well, and and the and the hand games. Can you describe how the hand games work? Hand games is uh, you have a group of eight, eight people. Mm-hmm. That's your full crew. Uh, you can have a sub just in case you one of one of you guys didn't show up or mm-hmm. something. Um, you sit in a line. You're facing the other team. They sit in a line, and um, uh, each each team has one shooter. Mm-hmm. There's different types of shooting shooting styles, um, hand signals or whatever you call them. There's there's lots out there. Yep. Um, but everybody knows the hand signals back home that plays hand games yeah, now. Yeah. And there's a drum beat, and the drum beat is pretty fast. And uh, the people that are, you have a little object in your hand, uh, a little blanket or something, you move around in your hand, and you hide it, right? Yeah. It's yeah. like. So you're trying to trick the yeah, other side. Yeah, exactly. It's like a guess which hand. Yeah. But you're trying to guess with eight people mm-hmm. dancing and moving to the beat at the same time. Yeah. And the suitor gets the suit. And if you shoot one, one shot, and you can either hit all eight or one so uh, so depends depends on how many you miss you keep losing uh, you keep uh, the, the other team gets sticks they call them sticks right yep those are your score yeah uh, I think there's a total of 16 sticks to begin with yeah so if the team gets all the sticks from getting missed all the time yeah they win that round yeah, I remember playing a little bit when I was a junior forest ranger in Hinton, okay. and we all had a big um, Bowl of the Woods competition yeah. in uh, Nojack, um, which is just um, kind of between Edson and Edmonton. I heard about that place. Yeah. I, I was actually invited to go out there to oh, take yeah. my drum group there. Uh, oh, that would have been a heck of a time. The last time they had it here, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, we got to play a little bit. It's a really fun game, and it's intense with the drum beat. It oh, really yeah. gets yeah. you, like, scrambles yeah. your brain a little bit, and you know, I was like, oh, let's do this! <laughs> and it, I, it was actually really funny. Um, I was in Fort Vermillion last year, and uh, CTV News was actually covering uh, hand games, and uh, it was up in Meander. Actually, you might have been there in Fort V2. I remember seeing the story. Yeah. I do remember that. And so they're doing a story about Meander, and in um, this is for the Dene for sure. I'm not sure about you guys, but um, they don't, uh, they didn't allow women to perform in hand games. It's just part of their tradition. And there's a neighboring tribe down the river from them that came up to play some hand games to win some, you know, horses or whatever, yeah. right? Uh, buffalo hides, anything like that. And <laughs> th- there was a team of women, and they won everything. They didn't lose a game. 
And the men were complaining that they got distracted by the women moving their bodies and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so it was cheating. And uh, the, the, so the story was about the women trying to get back into hand games and saying that, you know, like, oh, well, if they're so scared about us, you know, like, <laughs> maybe, we could, maybe, maybe we can play to play, you know, like, that'll be the wager. Oh, if yeah. we win, we can play. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty funny. But um, yeah, like, all kinds of stuff can be won, like boats and cars and, like, all kinds of prizes and, like, really large cash cash prizes as well yeah yeah you see them in um you know you'll drive around the esso or uh town center and they'll have um you know hand game tournaments you know this day and stuff so it, it is a, a big event not just within you know um you know the, the 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 bands and stuff but around all of northern alberta that's right yeah hand games is a pretty big thing up here not quite sure where it really came from but everybody knows it and it's different in different uh, different cultures, right? Yeah. Like the Dene, they're different. Oh, different rules yeah. and stuff. It's still the same, the same. It's the same game. Yeah, it's it's like you know NHL and then yeah. KHL and international hockey and stuff, right? That's right. I guess. <laughs> What's uh, up, Trev? I really don't know anything about yeah, that. Yeah, if you don't mind, jump me jumping and asking a question. Does each team have their own drummer, or is there just one drummer per game? Like it's a, like a referee? <laughs> yeah, no, it's usually they, uh, if you have a team, yeah, whoever can drum can drum, right? Oh, if you're not oh. hiding your your uh, your object. I see. And then the other the other guys, it's, it's like switching. Whenever you guys hide, mm -hmm. the other team drums. It's supposed to be like that, but any spectator can grab a drum and help drum, right? Yeah, yeah. Like more drums is, is always better. So have you been participating more so as the drummer or um, you do, have, do you have a certain role on your team too? <clears throat> I don't uh, actually, I haven't played hand games in like uh, a lot of years. Really? A lot. I haven't yeah. got back into it. Um, I, I didn't lose the love of the game. It's just, I am not interested. Mm -hmm. my, I used to play a lot of hand games with my grandfather growing yeah. up. My grandfather retired. Okay. We had a big hand games retirement tournament for him. He played. That was his last game. I was like years ago. So I was like, it's, it's just not fun for me anymore, Grandpa. Yeah, so, it, was, it was special with yeah. him. Yeah. So I shut her down too. But yeah, I like to go out and watch other people have fun. Yeah. I like that. Well, I think it'd be really cool like, once uh, Rick, Rick James gets a bit old, uh, you know, old enough to you know, pass it down to him so that he knows and kind of carried on yeah, right. and you know what if you come back here we should teach some of the boys how to play and then we could have some good tournaments yeah, for, got our uh, own team over there with, for, for yeah. cases of water exactly <laughs> have some uh, hand games tournament there go challenge some fire tag guys yeah we play a lot of hand games usually we're scared base. to play against them because they, they like if they're playing any games like horseshoes or poker or whatever they're usually really good at them kick our ass at all of those oh games. yeah, yeah I can <laughs> drum hand game style there you go i'd be happy with that that's no problem we actually have a lot of guys that do drum as well um like uh, that, uh, you know, that uh, a, a typical drum, you yeah. know, like ten piece a set or something like that. I got into as far as like um, started making drums. Yeah, I got sat down with my old man there a while back. I told him, Dad, why? why I asked my dad why he's making drums. Mm -hmm. He just said, I, I just love to make drums. Mm -hmm. so, Makes other people happy. Yeah. So I I offered him tobacco. Here, Dad, can you make a drum so I can show so I can watch you? Yeah, show me how to make a drum. So he did, and he, he, he taught me how to make, make a drum. Hmm. So I started making drums on my own now, just for fun. I love it, though. Yeah, it's, yeah. Really, it's really peaceful, and you're just right into it, and you don't, you're not bothered with anything else that goes around. Yeah. You're, you, you're just making what you love to do, right? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, and just to clarify as well, um, tobacco is very sacred in your culture. It's so uh, to, to, to give that to someone or back to Mother Earth uh, is, is very an important thing. It's very sacred. Uh, that's the way I was taught. Uh, it's protocols. Yeah. Um, if I were to, uh, if somebody were to come up to me and ask me to sing a song, mm -hmm. the proper way to ask would be give tobacco. Yes. Can you sing a song? Yeah. And then I, of course I will. Yeah. Right? Accept the tobacco. It's, it's gift for a yeah, gift. Exactly. That's 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 the way to. That's the way I was taught. That's yeah. the way things are still done. Around, we we, we see lots of guys in the fire that might keep like say uh, an, an antler shed or a, a rock or something like that that looks really neat, and uh, they'll give back to it. Yeah. Like, if you take something away from nature, you usually give back to it, which yeah. I think is very interesting. Oh yeah. And you know, like I just heard that this year. So if I, you know, in future. Um, you know, occurrences if that ever happens to me there's been plenty of times where i found sheds on the you know on a fire line or something like that yeah. and it means a lot to me because i'm like every time i look at that shed it reminds me of that fire and certain memories about it so yeah from now on i'll probably be doing that as well it seems it's, it seems like a fair deal oh when you, as, as soon as you do that turn around and walk away you're just gonna feel a lot better mm -hmm. when you do that no, i always course. do anyways yeah you yeah. offer you just give it give it back yeah right? yeah, yeah. yeah yeah no i completely agree um and what I was what I was taught and told uh, every time you do something like that, give something in return, and good things come to you. No, totally, totally. Yeah. Um, staying staying with the music as well. Uh, what are some big musical influences for you? Um, native uh, music or uh, any other kind of music? Um, to be honest, I grew up listening to uh, hip hop, like any yeah, other yeah, yeah, young no, teenager. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. Um, today, I don't listen to anything else but my my drumming. Okay. And, and any drumming music. Yep. That's all I listen to. Yeah. Um, what were some big hip hop bands that you liked when you were growing up? Wu Tang. Wu Tang Clan. Yes. Yeah. Dog yeah. Town. Yeah. 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 <laughs> RZA. Records. Yeah, they got some good beats. Yes, sir. Uh, oh. I still listen to them from time to time. Yeah. 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 Um, I got some. Uh, some presets or uh, whatever you call them, uh, the indicators or notifications you have on the satellite radio, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, they mm -hmm. pop up when your favorite artist comes yeah, up. Yeah, no, of and course. Then, yeah. Oh, we're going to want something out here. Then I pause um, my powwow drumming and listen to some pockets. Yes. Something. Well, you got to mix it up all the time, oh. right? Uh, I've been, oh, God, I can't believe I've forgotten their name right now. Who sings, um, here we go, yo? You know, uh, so what, so what, so what's the scenario? <laughs> uh, that's gonna bug me. Keep gonna... singing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just do the whole song. Oh, yeah. yeah I know. <laughs> you don't want to hear a white guy like me rapping. <laughs> oh, it's gonna bug me right now. And, and I, a bunch of my buddies gonna listen to this and they'll be like, oh, it's right there. And, you know, I've actually been listening to a lot of the band a lot, but for whatever reason, I just can't think of the name right now. I might have to go through my phone just to make sure I, I actually name it because that's one thing that bugs me when I listen to another podcast and they can't think of like a hockey player's name or something like that. I'm like, it's Merrick Malik. It's Merrick Malik. It's Merrick Malik. Why aren't you saying it's Merrick and Malik? Somebody yet? else on the other side of this, whatever, is doing the same thing. Oh, exactly, now. exactly. <laughs> so I'm gonna try to figure that out right here. Um, so yeah, like, what are what are some big uh, drum bands you listen to? Like, uh, one of the big ones that a lot of people are starting <clears throat> to recognize is uh, a tribe called Red. Uh, it's not really a drum band. No, they, they do take drum music yeah, and they kind of yeah. remix it though, yeah, they, which is yeah, what's pulling cool us white people yeah. into it. Obviously, they, they like guys like cool Brett who like they're electronic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, uh, biggest drum groups I listen to, um, well known, everybody knows them. Northern Cree, they're from uh, Edmonton area. Okay. Yeah, they're uh, they've been around the world performing their powwows. Yeah, yeah. Their round dances. They were on 
national TV for uh, Grammy nominees. They performed oh, on stage. Yeah, yeah, I remember seeing that. that it's super, super cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they sang a sweet song. I like that song. And it's really cool, too, because I've heard other um, groups and stuff play together. There's, a, there's one band. It's called Drum, and they take musical talents, um, you know, uh, native to that area. So it could be, like, uh, Scottish. And they take some of the native instruments to that area, and they mix with a bunch of different countries. And it's called Drum, and they all get together and play a song. And it's really interesting to hear, you know, the different music from coast to coast, even in Canada, and how different it is, but yet a little similar. Yeah. Um, so it'd be very interesting, you know, different drum, different, um, you know. And, like, I would imagine that um, up here, what kind of hide do you use for your drums? Um, I've been grabbing deer hide. I, I don't make it. I don't know anybody. Well, I know people that makes it, that make the hide, but the people that I know are getting a little old. And I don't think I'd want to take hide to them to make it because, yeah. you know. Um, where I, when, whenever I make a trip down to Edmonton, I visit this little store called Halford Heights. Mm -hmm. I just grab whatever I need out there. Yeah, yeah, totally. Take it home and make, make it. All right, so I found out the band's name. It's called A Tribe Called Quest. I should have known that. <laughs> so close. <laughs> Stupid. So close. Stupid. Stupid. So bad of me. Um, and like, there's, obviously there's like, you know, um, the drum is a very popular instrument in a lot of different bands, but like, have you ever tried to like, uh, listen to, um, like say, like some metal bands, like one, one band that's huge for me is uh, Mastodon. Like that's one of my favorite bands and the drummer there, he's kind of like um, a jazz drummer mixed with a metal drummer. So he's just flying all over the place with the sticks and everything. Wow. And it's just an interesting uh, style to throw in metal because he's playing as fast as the guitarist is playing. And in metal, that's very yeah, fast. Yeah. So that's very cool. Uh, I know it's a totally different drum style, but like, have you ever gotten to different genres just to listen to the, like how they drum? Um, not really. I've never really uh, looked, looked around or listened to any type of other drumming, but if you were to play your music here, mm -hmm. yeah, I would listen to the same music you're listening to and hang, hang out with you. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't hate other music. No, no, it's not, no. It's not like that. It's, it's Northern just, Alberta, it's you hear choice, all kinds right? of stuff. If I want to listen to something, I'll listen to what yeah. I want to listen to. Well, you get a lot of country music like it's, Johnny yeah, Cash and Chris Christopherson. If you want to play something you want to play, then yeah, check it out for sure. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. No, I'm, I'm stuck on this drumming thing. I think it's it's here to stay, man. That's great, man. That's great. So my, one of my next questions was plans for the future. So uh, like we've already covered, um, you know, you're going to be, you're, you're really thinking about fire, uh, whether you do that or not. That's, you know, that's what's going to happen. But that's that's really exciting to hear that for me, if I do come back as well, because, man, you're a hell of a guy to work with. You're, you're one of the most knowledgeable guys I know with fire. And then you're also talking about how you're going to stick with the drumming. So, like, to me, that just sounds like a perfect um, perfect vision on what's, come to what's to come. And you've got this um, acreage that you're hoping to jump into as well. Uh, I guess, yeah, so we, we really don't need to cover that part. <laughs> um, are you going to be hunting at all this fall? Um, I'm planning I'm planning on it right now. I'm, I'm just really busy at the moment yeah. with the moving and stuff. And you're getting and over a cold yeah. here too, eh? Yeah, it's so it's, it's, it's going away. It didn't <laughs> yeah. really hit me really hard. Dude, no, but, it's uh, just been lingering. Yeah. Inconvenience. Just, uh, just annoying, that's yeah. all. So we'll get a little bit of lighter stuff here. Um, I know you're, much, you're, you're a pretty classic guy. Do you, have a, do you have a dream car by chance? A dream car? Yeah, like if you had like a million bucks and you wanted to buy whatever car you could, what would that be? Oh, wow. That's a really good question. I think I'd go with the Camaro. Yeah? Yeah. What year? What year? Hmm. <laughs> Every year. Probably. <laughs> probably, <laughs> the <laughs> probably the newest. Probably the newest. I just 
think they look super badass. Yeah, yeah. They're cool, yeah. Right on. Ever <laughs> since Bumblebee came out, I've been in love with Camaros. Hey, would you go with the yellow and black then? I don't think so. No? no. <laughs> Blackhawks color? Yeah. Yeah? If I could, there you, yeah. There Believe you go. it or not, my big power drum is Blackhawks color. There you go, there you go. And this is funny too because Travis, is uh, he's the quiet uh, onlooker here. Uh, he's a Canucks fan and he hates the Hawks. And that's your team. So, how, how excited are you for this uh, this hockey season? How well do you think your team will do? Oh, I, I'm not quite sure. I haven't really checked out any sports in a long time. Like what goes on? Cause yeah, yeah. I've just been so busy with other things, but I just keep updated from uh, from the from the uh, Facebook news feed. Mm -hmm. So, I'm not quite sure. I think they're gonna do okay, but I would like to see them do really, really great. Yeah. Oilers are gonna be good this year. Oh man, I'm excited too. Uh, too bad we didn't have them going on. The <laughs> oh frick! You make it sound like I'm so bad. I actually know a lot about other teams, and it's not like I'm Darcy. You know, where I, like just every morning, just like, how about them Oilers? <laughs> every morning, I'm always like, Chicago had a crappy year last year. Uh, they didn't do really bad. But... Well, you guys got to the playoffs. It's just you didn't. You know, who picked Nashville to come out on yeah. top? Realistically, like yeah, sure, there might have been a guy. But like, there's a lot of preseason picks for Nashville. I'd say last oh, year. a lot of last year to. Yeah, I, I saw a few. To what? Go to the Cup final? Or to be to be pretty successful? Yeah, but like who had them picked to to you know uh, beat out Chicago in the first round? Yeah, I think Chicago can just roll with whatever they got. Now they were so successful for so long. Mm. I think really anything now is just gravy. Well, riding out the starting to ride out the tail end of their their superstars' careers. Yeah. This is where Travis is jumping in with his hockey knowledge. <laughs> you know, well, two first-round exits uh, in the last two years for the playoffs. So um, I'm, I'm a bit of a Chicago fan as well. You got, like, the original six I, teams. I started listening. Uh, I started watching Hawks not long ago, actually. Yeah? Um, my younger brother was a, it was a diehard fan, mm -hmm. Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah. Just crazy, right? Yeah, yeah. So you see him. He's got to be wearing a Hawks fan yeah. hat, yeah. shirt, whatever. Um he, uh, he he died a few years ago. Mm, so yeah, I remember, I remember I hearing that. I just I just started buying Chicago Hawks stuff. Yeah. Just to hang up in my house. It reminds you of him. Yeah, exactly. In a good way. And yeah, I just started loving the Hawks after yeah. that. Yeah. 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 A lot of pride wearing it as well. Exactly. This is yeah. something for the little brother, right? Yeah. That's awesome, man. Um, yeah, and then I I remember uh, my last year. Sorry, not my last year, my first year of um, Hell Attack. I was here a bit longer, and we were starting to play some hockey together. And have you been keeping up with that? Like, I remember younger, you were playing hockey. Um, have you still been playing a bit of hockey? Because I know how gassed you were that one time we were oh, playing, I, and you're like, I, oh, I, get the I, I oxygen. Was right, I was right back into the game there mid-season. Yeah? Yeah, I was, I was back to my... Uh, 16-year-old <laughs> fit body or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I thought I was fast, but apparently I wasn't. Yeah, yeah. But I felt good there uh, after the season. Mm -hmm. I was. I just wanted to play more hockey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And what, what, what are you doing more? So you're kind of enforcer. You get getting the goals. You getting the assists. What are you doing? <clears throat> I wasn't really enforcing at all, <laughs> but uh, I think it kind of looked like I was. Yeah. Yeah. Just flying around so much. So, and just, just flying around. Not yeah. really much goal scoring. I just want to like set people up or yeah. get set up. And yeah. Just be where you want to be, right? Yeah. At the right time and the right place. Get the puck in the net. Yeah. 
That's all I wanted to do. Hey man, that's the exact same thing I do some, and sometimes. And just coast around the people that just started skating that year too. Oh they God, you you're one like of those? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm gonna be one of those guys here. I'm going to um, a Salzburg. Uh, we're going, I, I'm sure I've ever told you about these draft tournaments I do. It actually, it might interest you one of these days. Exa yeah, yeah, no, a couple of buddies of mine, I think they're, uh, they're I think they're, they want to go play. I heard, I heard a few people talk about that. They're, uh, people from the league last year yeah yeah well gosman and uh matt salty and janelle they're going down to jasper for this fun draft tournament and then we also at the same time have one going on in salzburg austria oh, okay. in europe so oh, I'm, really? I'm going to that one because my cousin's over there too eh wow so yeah that's gonna be a good time that actually happens uh next week <laughs> so i'm flying over here pretty soon nice so uh, i'm hoping i'm really hoping to get a few skates in before i fly over just to get warmed up a little bit but we'll see how she goes. But then, um, yeah, I meet up with, uh, well, I'm going to Europe with my girlfriend and then we're gonna travel around and then I'll meet up with uh, Travis and then another rookie. Well, I guess he was a rookie last year. Second year rookie. He's second year rookie, <laughs> Nelson. And we're going to hit up a bunch of countries as well. We'll talk about more of that after just because uh, the listeners have heard me talk about this a few times. So, but yeah, it's gonna be a good time. I'm, I'm so excited, one, to play hockey, two, to watch it, man. Like, especially like how exciting the Oilers were uh, towards the end of the season. And they've actually been playing like a team now. Finally, uh, it's it's just more than exciting. So, and it's actually really fun too. Um, uh, Alexis Nation was playing uh, the drum and singing yeah. in, front, in front of Rogers uh, Arena there uh, for the playoff run. Yeah, and they no, they have no, a fun they have yeah. a fun Oilers song too. Yeah, their famous Oilers song. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. 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 And, and actually, uh, your hometown there, Fox Lake, had a a big old parade. What was it? Eight, 80, 86 cars? Ooh, yeah. Something like that. that. Yeah. That was yeah. crazy. The playoffs, every time the Darcy just went, everybody over just went with their vehicles and start parading. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that was actually really, really fun to see. And that's a good community thing. Like you're talking about yeah. getting together. Let's it was rock like the first round of the playoffs, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was super cool. Yeah, we, we actually, it was kind of a pain I, in the... It, I, think it, I think they started it was off the with like two or three vehicles, the very first one. <laughs> oh, they probably kept driving around. The next one was just like... Super crazy. <laughs> it was awesome. Well, it was kind of a pain in the butt, too, because um, uh, when the playoffs kick off, it's um, a grass fire season. So we kept getting called out to Fox Lake to fight fires, and there's no service there, so we couldn't check our phones to see how the Oilers were doing. It's like, why are they doing it during the Oilers game? Oh, why can't they do it during, like, another team's game where we don't care about, like, uh, Nashville and St. Louis? Like, well, who really wants to watch that series? Well, if you guys are back next year now in those Fox League fires, you're going to be getting Wi-Fi everywhere. There we go. Perfect. Yeah. We'll just knock on the door. Can we get some no, Wi-Fi? Wi-Fi tires oh. everywhere. All oh, mobile the data there. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, there's one right across the river. Well, I'm if hoping waiting, to get it. If you're no waiting kidding. for the ferry to come to you, you got Wi-Fi. I heard about that. Is that is that a permanent structure, or is that just because of the construction going on? I there? have no idea what's going on, but I think there's a bunch of others, other towers scattered around the mm -hmm. community. Because mm -hmm. uh, when we had that that big lightning storm, when was that? The last month, I think. Mm -hmm. It was pretty huge anyways, but one of those towers got struck. Knocked down by that lightning. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was melting. Get a new one. <laughs> well, we, need, we need our Wi-Fi and our uh, our Oilers update updates. Um, and I was, you know, I I didn't have this in my notes, but I figured I'd bring this up to you. We heard of, of an interesting story on the helicopter ride back from Fox Lake, uh, where they're talking about uh, near the chutes. There's these caves, and apparently there's these like there there. This is this is the the folklore <clears throat> the the tale here is that there's these little people that live in these caves and that people from John Doerr and Fox Lake came across them. And there's a lot of firefighters that won't go to um, uh, that area. Uh, there's a fire, what was it, 246? 
and there was some firefighters that refused to go to fight fire in that area. Do you know anything about that? Uh, yes, I do. Oh, can you tell us uh, the story? Up, I heard some stories about that. Yeah. If you don't mind, could you bring it up? No, not at all. But uh, the location, you got it a little bit wrong. It's not near the suits. It's actually south of Fox Lake, oh, Har okay. Harper Creek. Okay. Um, Harper 3, I believe, or uh, Harper Creek. That's where uh, that's where my dad's trap line is, right? Mm -hmm. so a little village over there, cabins and everything. Mm -hmm. That's where I kind of grew up as a kid. Uh, every every time school is out for the summer, we go out and live out there. Mm -hmm. uh, that's where I grew up. Did all my hunting and yeah, trapping. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, We'd sit around in the fire or visit my grandfather next door, and he would always tell stories to me. Um, one thing's for sure, he would always bring up the caves that just upstream from the cabins. Um, it's it's uh, about a half an hour quad drive to get to the cabins from where they live. So he said uh, when they were young and his daddy, his dad's younger days, they could hear drumming coming from the caves and singing, uh, but they've never, they, but they would never ever bother go look for whatever that was. They just kind of stay away and just let him be. Um, at times go by, it started populating, right? More people would come to that area. Um, and uh, it, it just went away slowly and nobody heard anything. But they said it was little people that uh, lived in those caves and but from what I heard, they could fly too, right? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Magical or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's the funny thing. I was just reading an article on Facebook. Exact same story what I what I just told you. Well, yeah. just, just a little bit of it, right? Um uh a buddy a buddy that I ha have on Facebook had this uh story and they've experienced some stuff like that in their hometown and reserves in Ontario. No kid. Yeah, exact same story, exact same legend or whatever. Um, little people yeah. that live in caves that hit drums, and uh, there was a little bit, little bit of it that said that people have seen him. Yeah. Um, or seen shadows of him. Uh, yeah, it, it caught it caught me, and then a bunch of people start commenting on that story from different areas of the. Uh, of the nation, right? Yeah, yeah. Canada, like Manitoba, <laughs> had their own little people, yeah. uh, Saskatchewan, and just other places in Canada. Like it, it was crazy. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't know what it was called. I was just uh, looking through some news feeds, and yeah, yeah. that caught my eye about the little people. So of course I went and commented what I, what my grandfather had told me. I, I gave him my my story, and yeah, there's a bunch of people that wouldn't liked it too. So the, the stories are like really really sh similar. Yeah, um, overlap, you know. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> the uh, the term that people use for the little people was uh, mimi guiso. Okay. Um, I'm not I'm not quite sure what it means, but that that supposed to mean like a little little person or little people, right? Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I, I have no idea where it came from. Were they like evil or uh, like no, no? No, they're just their own people or whatever. They're, yeah, I heard they were really nice. Yeah. But if bad comes to them, they'll be bad. Okay. But you just stay away or just... Give them their space. Yeah, re respect. Right? Okay, okay. Yeah. That's why I was curious about why some guys... It was just, you know, uh, five people, five white people in a helicopter. <laughs> we didn't we didn't really know what was going on. No. So uh, we, no. I, we were kind of hoping to get to the bottom of the story. I actually, I actually drove to the caves last winter. Yeah? Yeah, I, went, I, bought, a, I bought a sled last winter. Mm -hmm. Brand new sled. Uh, I want to go joyriding and nobody to go joyriding with, so 
So I just loaded her up on back of my truck. I went to Fox Lake and just took off from there. I head south. Uh, I got a bunch of pictures actually on, on Facebook. I don't know if you've seen those pictures I shared on Facebook, but some really cool caves there. Oh, I didn't see I, them. I went I'll up check close, them out. But they're, all, they're pretty much all caved in. Uh -huh. I, I, I crawled up in there, there. I could see some space. Uh, so if a guy just take, took some time and do some clearing, <clears throat> yeah, he can get in there for sure. And so, like, <laughs> sorry to do all the little people here, but like, are they also like Aboriginal as well? Like they'd be, uh, look, look like an Aboriginal person, just smaller? I don't know, man. No, you don't. I've okay. never heard anything about okay. the description of what they look like. I just, I just heard stories of the sound they made. Okay, because yeah. like the first time I heard, like when I first heard about them today, the thir the what I, what popped into my mind was Game of Thrones. Like this, uh, not this season that just happened, but the one before, where they go north of the wall and there's all these little weird, like fairy kind of yeah. little people that live north of the wall. So I'm like. Creepy, but you know, in the show they're they're good. But <laughs> I was wondering, like, why didn't people want to go there? Like, it almost seemed like it, the way it was told to me in the helicopter. Again, we don't really know everything, um, all the facts, but it almost seemed like it was a bad thing to go there. Like, it, um, it'd be it'd be dangerous for you. Uh, no, it wasn't. It wasn't very dangerous, but it was uh, very mythical. Yeah. Right. Because every time I I I take off hunting on my own when mm -hmm. I was growing up. Yeah. yeah. Younger teen teen years. And before I go, my dad or my grandfather would tell me, don't go near the caves or don't go in the caves. But I walk, or I, but I drive by him just yeah. to get to the other spot I usually go, yeah. right? Just go yeah. your, your business. Don't dwell. Yeah. yeah. That's all they said. They never, they never tell me why. They, uh, <clears throat> one time my dad told me if I were to go in there, I would get lost because there's tunnels everywhere, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what he said. Mm -hmm. um, he doesn't know for sure, but he heard some stories. Uh, when my grandfather was uh, was a young guy, mm -hmm. my dad's dad, I guess him and his younger brother took this priest out. This priest came to them, wanted to go see those caves. He yeah. wanted to go inside. Oh, jeez. So um, <laughs> typical, typical yeah. white so people. So this eh? priest hired these two young guys to go take him to the cave so he can go investigate, right? Yep. Just to go see what's in there. This was this was like uh, long before. Like way after those uh, little people had moved on, mm -hmm. the, the caves were just there. There's nothing, no noise coming in from in there. But he went in. Um, he, they said uh, the priest told him that he went in the cave, and there was tunnels going like left, right, left, everywhere. Right. And yeah. he just went straight. He just kept walking straight, straight, straight. Never made a turn. Went to the dead end, and then he walked back. And he came out of the different uh, different entrance of the caves, like no uh, kidding. like four or five holes down, right? That that'd be me, man. Because when I'm walking on these, like, even <clears throat> these backwoods trails, where there's only like two routes, I'll get yeah. lost. <laughs> and then when he, and then when what he told me was, uh, he could hear him yelling, him and his brother, because they were standing right so, yeah. right outside the cave. He came, he went in from. Yeah. And then uh, he, they could hear this little, this somebody yelling, yeah. gasping for air, right? And walk down a few, few, few caves down. Yeah. There's this priest trying to dig his way out. Frick. Right. You can see his hands, and they start digging him out. And it's, so yeah, just, was, just, just put the scenario for you guys. Uh, we're it's, it's dark here now. We're just all the light we got is the fire here, and it's dark 
uh, just the stars are out. So I got uh, got some goosebumps on me. So it's, this is it's really interesting to me. It kind of creeps me out a little bit too. So if I ever came across those caves, I'm not sure if I'd want to go in or not. It's cool that there's caves like that with just with the kind of topography and um, geological formations we have up here. Like you, I wouldn't expect caves at all. Up here, oh, really. Peace River is a big river. It's a very old river too. So I, I wouldn't be surprised about things like that forming in that uh, along the banks and stuff. But it's not off the Peace River, you said, right? No, no. Yeah. Oh, it's nowhere near the river. No. Oh, okay. No, Harper, Creek. Harper Creek. Harper Creek. Oh, the yeah. creek area. Is it okay. um, directly off the banks of Harper Creek? Uh, or just the, oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah. It's right on the river. Hmm. Actually, the, the cliffs, caves, river, right there. Okay. Well, and, 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 you know, and also um, a lot of those creeks and rivers, like the Ponton, has really high cliffs. Um, yeah, that's true. The, the Chinchaga. It's not solid ground though. It's all like landslides into into the river. Yeah, but maybe, you, maybe it's just not what if I. If you go for, far enough in, it could be more solid. Stereotypical cave. That yeah, it's not going to be like stalagmites and stuff like that, like in Kentucky or. Oh, well, that's not just kind of like <laughs> cave, caves in the mountains. What, what, what did you call that? Salamite? Stalagmite? Yeah. Uh, some kind of weird rock, anyways. It's it's really light. Mm -hmm. That's where the caves are. And I, I, took, I took some of that rock to work because okay. I know a buddy I work with is really into like caving and. Mm -hmm. adventurism right so he knows a lot about this rock stuff and caves so i took it to him i, I don't know he, he named it he doesn't know what it i i have no idea what it's called yeah, yeah but he said that's the type of rock that that have uh diamonds oh okay <laughs> around them so yeah, yeah yeah well i was gonna say too um uh, the the, the so these uh these little people um, you say that they've moved on, possibly? Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, um, next time you go to the caves, maybe just leave a little bit of tobacco. Be like, hey, we're good. We're good? Exactly, right on, we're good. Yeah. No, <laughs> keep, I'll keep, do that keep for Keep your sure. drumming. Keep your drumming. I did that. I did that when I went there and visited. Yeah? Uh, yeah. Uh, when, 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 I, when my grandfather told me that they had moved on, he just said they just moved on further into the caves. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know what where it goes. Mm -hmm. Could be a... To a different dimension or something we don't know what goes in there right interesting yeah very interesting so. it's one of those things where you you kind of want to like explore a little bit more to get, get some answers yeah but at the same time you kind of want to respect the area yeah. and like yeah. just leave it alone uh very very captivating that's for sure it has me interested no, i was trying uh -oh. to i was trying to convince my buddy to go check it out mm -hmm. I'd take him there, but I, would, I wouldn't step foot in there. No? no. <laughs> I don't know if I would either. I would I'd really want to. I would I'd, wait for him. I'd really want to, but at the same time, I would. That's, yeah. that's, that's how horrible we do, start, I, eh? do, I do know somebody <laughs> that went in. He's actually a friend of mine. He was a friend of mine. I still talk to him whenever I see him. Yeah. He went in with his family when they were kids. Uh, his dad took him there. Um, he said they took a long piece of rope, mm -hmm. tied it outside the caves, yeah. and... They all like tied around that rope, right? Yeah. So they can all walk as a group. And for some reason, he said they almost got lost still. Wow. And he also brought up that, that there were some old lamps and some weird looking hand tools mm -hmm. kicking mm -hmm. around and stuff like that, old fire pits. So I have no idea who whose stuff that is. Yeah, that's funny how like they, they do the rope thing because there's <clears> been a few different stories. I've, I've heard uh, uh, one Hungarian... Um, uh, legend is uh, the Princess of the Goblin and they have a thread that they go through the, yeah. the caves and stuff and they're trying to investigate the goblins there uh, underground and, uh, um, and then another one is uh, Theseus when he's uh, in the labyrinth and he's trying to find the Minotaur to kill him and he also uses uh, thread to find his way back yeah. because one um, <clears throat> uh, not many people survived the Minotaur let alone 
uh, trying to find their way back. What would happen is they usually get lost, and they get killed by the Minotaur, or if for whatever reason they were able to avoid the Minotaur, they just get lost and eventually starve and die. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's no, it must caves, be pretty, man. Yeah, it must Oof. be pretty crazy in there. Yeah. If you need a long piece of rope to get back out, right? So. Yeah, yeah. Oh, jeez. So I'm yeah. curious, but also respectful. <laughs> don't, don't a lot. A lot of my mind is telling me, no, just stay out of. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, it's it's one of those fun fun things to kind of balance on. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, I think that's uh, that can be a good little way to end the podcast here. Thank you very much, Rick, for coming yeah. by. Uh, I know you had a busy schedule and stuff, but it's it's really good to see you before I take off uh, tomorrow for the end of the season. Um, so yeah, I think I've, I, I'm hoping to come by at the end of November so I can go uh, do some hunting with Mitch Brown. But and and if if I do come up here, I'll definitely give you a shout, and then hopefully we can meet up again. That'd be great, man. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. Thanks again. All right. Thanks, Aaron Ben Chalupa, for having me here this <laughs> evening. Was, no worries, uh, buddy. Definitely great coming back to this camp. Oh man, like they're, they're bringing back some of the memories and just a talking around. A lot of people around. are missing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's kind of dead here now, eh? Yeah. You'll, you'll have to take the kids or uh, the wife over here. The sauna's always, uh, in, you know, you can always oh, use it sure, year round or whatever. Oh, for sure. walking trails. That'll too. get that'll get rid of your cold right off the bat. That sauna, man, I tell yeah, you. Yeah, just burn it out. Yes, sir. All right. Well, yeah. Have a good night. Uh, thank you, Not F Thirty Podcast listeners, for the the awkward throat clear. Um, next podcast I might be doing overseas, so stay tuned for that. Um, as always, keep listening, guys. Have fun. Rick, you want to say anything? Have a good night, everybody. It was a pleasure to be here with Mr. Aaron Benchalupa. Travis, you want to say anything? Nope, Travis is good. <laughs> All right, have a good one. All right, guys, we're back. Um, Rick's brought his hand drum out here. He's going to give us a little bit of song. So just, just a little something just to end the night with. And, and what's the what's the stick made of? I, I didn't even think about the oh, stick it's here. It's just a piece of dowel stick I picked yeah. up and uh, okay. a piece of hide and yeah yeah. I okay, the, well the hide softens the blows <laughs> yeah. I imagine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah. All right, so um, what song are you performing? Is it, do you have a name for it? Or? Um, it's called Indian Summer. All right. Uh, my favorite uh, drum group sing, sings it. It's their song, Northern Cree. Okay. It's in their latest album. Great it's song. a Cree thing. <laughs> That's what their album's called. Oh, there you go. That's a great so, one. Yeah. Here we go. Hope everyone likes it.
say, oh, that's all fine. And then summer girl all mine. Come on, let's go. Powwow time. Hey oh, hey, hey oh. Gotcha. Nice man. Well done. That's some good uh that's some crisp voice right there. Not the crispest. <laughs> Not the crispest. It gets me there. That's all right. That's all right. You got you got excuses. You got the cold there and whatnot. That's good. No man. Okay. So no, the lights don't come out for that. I don't know what's bring him out. Uh, one more song would have probably brought him out. Yeah. Yeah. No. If you if you got one more song, you can do it. But uh, yeah. No. That was a real treat. That's very special. Thank you very much for that. No worries, man. Yeah. Rick. It's a pleasure. Oh. Okay. No. I I swear. I got I got to come out one time where you guys have the whole thing going on. We used to have. Um, uh, dances and uh, some like little mini powwows that come to our school. Yeah. And oh man, again, hair's down on the back of my neck. It's just, oh. it's, uh, I'll, I'll say haunting, not in a negative way, but in a really good way. It just really makes you, uh, really captivates you and makes you focus on, yeah. you know, the, the singing and the dancing and oh, everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. <clears throat> How's it going, Salt? Good. <laughs> got, got Salty McNulty here on the podcast now. How was your evening? I saw you kind of roaming around these parts a couple of times. What are you up to? Oh, I was just walking the dog earlier. Uh, you found the music, eh? Well, I was <laughs> in camp, so I here and come say howdy do. <laughs> you gonna meet up uh, meet up with in the in the alley too? Well, I heard there was alley and stuff, so I don't I don't really know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> All right, <laughs> beautiful words of salty. All right. Well, that was uh, that was Rick Labican singing uh, "Summer." What was it? "Summers Here." Indian summers. Indian summers. Uh, would I hear one of the lyrics was uh, "Tacos"? Yeah. <laughs> That's not one of the best things they have in powwows and stuff. Indian tacos are Indian crazy. tacos. Exactly. So what what what, what uh, makes up an Indian taco? Uh, exactly the same stuff when you eat a regular taco. Yep. But without the wrap or whatever you call it. Okay. Uh, fry bread underneath. Just fry bread underneath. Yeah. Okay. No, it kind of, Kind of like bannock? It's, it is. It's okay. kind of like that, but okay. it's different. It's cooked differently. Okay. Yeah. And like the, the meat would be uh, ground beef or would it oh, be yeah. buffalo? Yeah. Or? Oh, yeah. It's, okay. it's pretty much whatever you eat at, at a taco store. There you go. Sounds like a good taco. I'll have to try that out next time. Yeah. All right. Well, that was uh, Indian summer. Indian summer. <laughs> in, in, in coming up to fall. Kind of ironic. <laughs> Indian summers are pretty much any season where you get together and dance. That sounds like a good season yeah. to me.